get it in when while you can. What are you on about? Get it in while you can. You know exactly what I mean. Go ahead. You know Papa's not home. What? Okay. The uh, the cool uncles are running the show. You get to play the music that you want to play. I play this one all the time with Mitch <laughs> oh, here. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that Mitch is like, oh, I like that. We even called him out because we use it as a sports bed, too. And he's like, I've never heard this. And me and Sage, like, just completely, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I know Mitch doesn't like this. I know it. He just I, doesn't I feel listen it in my to heart. it. It's not that he doesn't like it. There is one bed that I own that he actually does not like, and that's the Fireflies one. And, and this one as well. No, he likes I this one. I will bet you a thousand dollars. No, not a thousand. Five thousand. I did consider for Esteban Grande's sake later in the hour when we get to Song of the Day, mm-hmm. uh, going with Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day because I knew it would be in the mix, but. <laughs> Not today, but all right. What? No, it, well, um, it, but you've got it in the system somewhere. Actually, I, do I? Hold on. I don't think I do have that one. Hold on. I was. I semi, don't. I was semi-surprised that that reached a number two plateau. It's crazy. By Billboard yeah. years ago. So just, Honestly, just, a lot of us were surprised it didn't go number one. It mm. just got to number two, stopped, and then fell. Hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, see, I sent David in the last hour down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. This is awful what you've done. I, I hope you know. That. Is, is this worse than hanging on the sports wagering sites over the weekend? Or <laughs> <laughs> You're an awful man. Here's what happened, folks. We began discussing K-State's uniform choice for this coming weekend. And for those of you who weren't with us in our number one, white helmet with the walking willy on one side, the uniform number on the other. Purple tops, white pants. And they're earning rave reviews. Money. Mike Golick Jr. just tweeted out that essentially he's sending prayers to Tulane. <laughs> because of how slick these uniforms look. I mean, look good, play good, you know? Someone was complaining about the number on the side of the helmets that they're tired of that fad. I'm like, fad? Tell that to Alabama. Come on. And and it, and you can vouch for it. You were looking over the numbers of helmets. On a lot hel- of different on, helmets. On Helmet Project, and there are a lot of helmets with numbers on them. A lot. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what it was uh, back in the day. You know, do you think it was a thing about the fans wanting the fans to see people's numbers better? Or was it a an equipment thing where you... It was, it was probably a little of both, and it was also an easy way to ensure that everybody had the right helmet. Right. And also TV involvement at any point, it made for easier identification. Now there we go. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- yeah. This is one of the things I dislike about calling high school games in comparison to calling college games, and, and it's not a... It's not a dig on the high schools. It's just a fact, and that is the angle from the press box is low enough that you're relying on the chest and back numbers. You're at a low enough angle. You're not seeing if they have them, and usually they don't anyway, what's called TV numbers on the sleeves. Right. One of the best inventions ever is the TV numbers on the sleeves if you're someone like me calling a game. Right. Because if you're in a uh, college press box, you've got an angle that you're looking down and it's easily identifiable. 
It's a little different. They don't do that in high school. No, they don't no, do that in high school. No, 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 no. And again, that's not a knock. Sure. It, it's it's a piece of a uniform puzzle that most people don't realize. And, and, and again, the angles are so different as well. Right. I, I honestly thought the first time that I did a game from six stories up, and it was at Memorial in Lincoln, by the way, I wondered how I was going to do because I had never called a game that from that far up, and I was surprised. I was actually very surprised at how easily you're able to do the identification from up top in comparison to your run-of-the-mill high school booth. Sometimes. And, you know, shout out to some of the high school booths that uh, I've had to step into. Sometimes you're standing, you're out of the window. Mm Mm-hmm. They're, the the spot that they put us, I, I love you, Wamigo. Love you, love you to death. The community of Wamigo and the Red Raiders, they couldn't be better to local sports. They are great. Okay, they give us all the time we need. They give us all the, but they'll stick us in the side, the very far right booth. So you're, I mean, if the That's place, changed, but. Oh, it has. It has changed. Oh, that's great. Because if you're on that far, if you. If, if they're on that end zone, that side, what is, what would that be? The West? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're out. You're out yeah. the window. Yeah. One of the all-time calls that I have of a high school game literally came on a field goal attempt, and my color analyst was hanging onto my belt loop <laughs> because I'm leaning out of the booth trying to get an angle at it. And we're, we happen to be the visitor's radio on the home side of the field. Oh, no. <laughs> it's good! It's good! We're Everybody's just him. looking at you like, uh-huh. what? Shut yeah. up. We're yeah. losing. I, I, I was lucky that I didn't get things thrown at me. Uh, Leavenworth, back years ago, all but forced you to have to sit. The window was only about that high. Oh, no. So that, and it was at the level that you had to sit. If you stood up, you were looking at a wall. <laughs> Forget about those high octane plays where you yeah, want to right? jump up and no. it's like, oh no, right? now I can't exactly. see. I got to stay seated. Oh. I, you know the one, another one. I, I just when you go to the Rock, when you go to Rock Creek, it's so big and it's spacious and it's modern mm-hmm. and it's like you're like, wow, is this how it's gonna be? That was my first game I ever called a few years back with Mason Voth. <laughs> I thought, oh, this is awesome. This is like, uh, this looks like college almost. And then you go, you know, you go to like Frankfurt. Shout out to Frankfurt. I, I love the community is great. The football team, they are so good. But that's a deer stand. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is a deer it, stand. <laughs> it is. And I've actually called from a scaffolding at Frankfurt before <laughs> because we had so many radio stations that were on hand for a broadcast. Yes. That, and, and like I said, I am not talking bad about Frankfurt and the people because I know I'm going to get an email. I'm not speaking <laughs> bad about them. No, it, I, this is all. just what the facilities are. Right. I had. The best concession stand food I've ever had in my life at Frankfurt. They were grilling the burgers on a grill outside. Mm-hmm. That was, I go, give me one of those. That's what I want, baby. Yes, but the, 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 the calling a game from there, it's a, it's a deer stand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a well, well made, but <laughs> there, there is a, an eight man location in Nebraska that I literally called, called the game from a hump on the sideline. The van parked on it, on that hump, and I stayed in the van because otherwise I had no protection, no nothing, on a windy day. And oh. I, it, yeah, because the press box, <clears throat> quote unquote, press box 
deer stand was already full. So I just I just went ahead and sat up on the sideline with the team I was covering, you know, and it was elevated just enough and called the game that way. The, so, yeah. The fact that the like back in the day that people had to take like line with them, mm-hmm. electrical cords like the line and hook it up, phone cable. Phone cable. Had to take phone cable, hook it up to the phone jack, and then run it, and then plug it in. Like, that blows my mind. It mm-hmm. blows my mind. I'd have been like, hey, I'll hit you on the pay phone at, half, at the end of the first quarter, halftime, end of third, <laughs> end of the game. I'm not running my phone. Who do I look like? Southwestern Bell here? Give mm-hmm. me a break. The classic pot system. Man. Classic pot system, and oh, do I have some stories to tell about <laughs> trying to just even set up. It's crazy. Phone lines for ballgame locations. You talk about now you the need to get there early. Boy, when you had to run, oh. your, when you had to spool of phone line, like, I need to get there the day before so I can scope out my spot. Oh, my God. Well, the phone line's like a mile down the road. Yeah. You got to plug in and spool it out. It's crazy, man. Running a cable all the way from the high school office into the gym. That's what is. Uh, that's what amazes me is that there are some places there's phone jacks. You'll go in and you'll see phone jacks everywhere. Mm-hmm. They will be on every wall, underneath, up high, everywhere. And then you'll go to a place where they're like, we're going to run it from the principal's office. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Go ahead. It's like on the other side of the school, ooh, man. All right. Ooh, Hopefully ooh, you brought ooh. enough. Oh, no. Wild. Wild times, man. And then I realize I've gone from calling that game on the hump of a side of a to calling a game at Michigan State. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where there's a quote-unquote auxiliary press box in place for the visiting team. Wow. They have their own separate press box. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, uh, boy. Anyway, okay. So we've gotten completely yeah, what the heck? distracted on this. See, you took me down the rabbit hole this way after I put you on the helmet project. That's what this is. Absolutely. Payback. It's only fair as David yeah, right? Say, right? That's okay. exactly right. All right. So the cat's white helmets. Walking Willie on the one side, the number on the other. You can find uh, find the retweets throughout <laughs> because folks are digging them. Yes. Al Serby's in charge. I let Al have the room. Al was awesome. Something that uh, uh, Al and I have been visiting about, and um, some of it is uh, supply and demand and shipping and receiving. Everything seemed to go as planned for Al, and so this was the time to do it. When it works for the equipment manager, you do it. Mm -hmm. And the cats will do that with white pants, the white helmets, purple tops, on Saturday against Tulane. One item that was brought up, and... It's kind of that, do you really want to touch on it? But it has to be asked. Because Pete Thamel was out with one of the lists of potential candidates for Lincoln, for Nebraska. It was laughable, I'll be honest, when I saw the list. I'm like, okay, who are you putting together this yeah whose whose wish list is this yeah. is this is this just you throwing spaghetti at the wall right or is this someone's actual wish list well chris Kleiman says don't put him on that list 
for starters, Scott Frost is a friend of mine. Um, I hate to see it because uh, I just that's part of the profession. I don't know what's going on at, at Nebraska or what has gone on. I've talked to Scott a few times during his time there, but uh, I really like it here at Kansas State. I love our players, love our our guys, and pretty simple for me. I can just say one name, and that's Gene Taylor. Gene's my guy. When you have an athletic de- uh, director that is as supportive as Gene is and has been in two places, let's be perfectly honest, at both North Dakota State and now at K-State, you a lot of times don't want to adjust that hiccup. And honestly, given the state of the Nebraska program right now and the demands of the fan base, who's going to be a viable candidate up there? I think that's a legitimate question, really, is based on the expectations of everyone. When I That article that was written um, about Adrian and his family and the differences between K-State and Nebraska, mm-hmm. which his family said, it's just different. There's no good or bad, it's just different. The amount of press that covers... Nebraska is the exact same amount of press that covers Alabama football. Mm-hmm. And it's like 40 people are on the beat for Nebraska. That's just a tiny glimpse of the, the, the heat of that lamp, that heat of that spotlight that goes down on there. I don't know who wants to step into a situation like that where they're like, you need to be good now. You have some of the fan base who would love to see an Urban Meyer takeover. <laughs> How would Herb work in the NLL or in the NIL marketplace nowadays? Very well. <laughs> I, I, I mean, at this point, like, I, I think that's a degree of where you're at for a coaching search. But usually it goes, that's a, a ways down the line where you go, what about Urban? Like, the guy is a pretty... Horrible track record of leaving things mm-hmm. in a wor- in worse shape. At, um, at I, the at the uh, hmm, let's see here. First sign of inconvenience. Yeah, see ya. How, how about that for a way of putting it? Yeah, absolutely. The the first sign of inconvenience for Urban, he's out the door. Bye. Good grief! And, and you wonder who? But who, but there were folks already armed with those images. Before Scott Frost was even fired. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, on, on, you know, the Herb, daydreams have begun. Correct. But Chris Kleiman making it clear that, at least from his vantage point, no, that's not him. That's not going to be, you know, his name will be mentioned because people love to put together wish lists. But he's not even going there. No, and, you know, it does make you think how much do you think they're going to pay the next head coach at Nebraska if Trev Alberts was given that green light to go ahead and let him go 20 days oh. before it was cut in half his buyout. I, I mean, that to me shows you exactly how fed up and ready they were. They were like, we're not even going to wait. What really threw me is the fact that they didn't wait until after this weekend. Right. That they did not wait until after matching up with Oklahoma. They pulled the plug ahead of their biggest game of the season. 
just because it was untenable after losing to Clay Helton and Georgia Southern. Yeah. And that was a fun it's funny somebody brought it up. I read somewhere that Clay Helton was was hired in November. Yes. Of last year. Correct. So it literally right after he was fired at SC. Right. They I mean they scooped him up. So do you think that happens now? Do you think Nebraska hires a guy this season? Texas Tech did the same thing. Right. In terms of going through while they were getting ready for the last couple of games of the season last year. Right. And got him acclimated. We were discussing it among some of us at the press conference today while we were waiting on players to come in. Do you see that happen more? It very well may work out that way. Right. It may work out that way because coaches are able to see what your program is like at that point and as it's operating, as opposed to stepping in and having to rely on tape and essentially third-hand right. information or second-hand information, you're getting it direct in terms with your eyeballs. You are getting the glimpse of it. You are getting the indications. You are picking up all of the things. And, well, we don't know what it's going to mean down at Tech. Georgia Southern looks like at least that Hell that run. was a pretty pretty good hire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it going to be Urban Meyer? I mean, honestly, is it going to be Urban Meyer that's going to get hired over? I, I, there, to me, is this thought process that that is just a disaster waiting to happen if, if you really want to go that way. Honestly, Nebraska may be better off doing something that is a complete opposite of that. They need someone low-key, potentially. Granted the amount of time that that coach has to be in the public eye plays a role. It's the same type of situation as to why Mac Brown left Texas right. in the midst of all of the discussion about the Longhorn Network. It became too much of a drain on him and what he was trying to accomplish as a coach and with his players. Can they get someone low-key enough who can still manage the media demands. That's a challenge. That is. And, oh, by the way, make people like the Ricketts family happy. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the wince I just got out of that. <laughs> oh, you got to make them happy. You know, and it's like, it's, it's a wonder that more college coaches don't go, you know what? Everybody shut up. <laughs> get out of my face. That would get old, man. It would get old yeah. after a while having people want to tinker and, 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 and ask you about how things are going. You know, when you're like, I'm going to do it my way. If you want to win, we got to do it my way. But people, boosters especially, like if they throw in some money, they're like, I get a say. In how things go, because I've given the money. To and do this. now you add in NIL. Oof. I mean, who would who wouldn't want to be Jimbo Fisher right now, trying to figure out exactly what his locker room is going to do? Oh my god! After last weekend, and oh by the way, the number one program in terms of NIL money. Crazy. They don't look great at all. 
That, no. That, oh no. And I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Especially after, you know, the, the, the redneck cult was insulting the folks from Appalachia. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. Oh, I could. I could not believe that. Oh, I could. Come on. It's Texas A&M. That's true. Uh, it, you know, any any sense of humility? No. Out the window. No, no. They, they've never been. I mean, they're just as delusional as Texas. It's true. They're, they're, a, they're a wonderful pairing. <laughs> they can have each other. <laughs> Coming back, we meet the cats. We dig in with uh, Mitch's interview from last week with Hadley Panzer when we continue on the game. Just want to note, by the way, conflicting signals on whether or not TV accessible will be the Chiefs game on Thursday night. Amazon Prime taking over the Thursday night streaming package slash broadcast means that, yes, there is a station in Kansas City that will carry the game. But will anybody outside of KC specifically be able to carry the game? No. And that's the way I read it, but I was led to believe that that wasn't quite true, that Topeka fell into, but again, not oh. sure. So I'll do a little more investigating to see if I get a handle on that, but boy, isn't that going to rankle a few people what coming cl- up on Thursday. What a cluster. I just don't get it. Like People don't want to buy multiple streaming... Like, it's the bunch of rich guys negotiating with other rich guys, and then you, the little guy, the everyday person who's like, I don't want to start an Amazon Prime account. I don't want to start Peacock, and I don't want to go HBO Plus and this and this and this and, this and everything else. Just play the dang game, dude, on TV. It's why you're not seeing the pace of cable cutting continue the way it had been going. Because it's too much. I will note, though, who will have it so that you can hear it on Thursday night. Ooh-wee. That would be this location. Right here. Good old News Radio KMAN. But see, right. now you understand, though, why as a programmer, I'm big on ensuring that you have NFL broadcasts. Recognizing that the more and more that we see these things go to streaming, the more and more the radio broadcast... See, people say radio's dying. No, not with sports. No. It's back and better than ever. Exactly. And so... You can always trust that you can check that out. No no matter how you receive the radio, you can trust that 1350 KMA is going to have the Royals, they're going to have the Chiefs, mm-hmm. going to have the Cats. Mm-hmm. You can always trust your old buddy. Speaking of volleyball tomorrow night for the Cats, as they're on the road to Kansas City to play the Ruse... The Chris Kleiman Coaches Show tomorrow night will be over on K-Rock. Correct. Because of it. Right on. And we've got Royals baseball coming up within the half hour. Uh, last week, meet the Wildcats. Hadley Panzer was Mitch's guest. 
to meet the Wildcats with offensive lineman Hadley Panzer. Growing up, who was your favorite athlete that you loved to watch? Uh, I love to watch uh, Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson. I was a big Packers fan, and, and obviously, you know, Jordy being from K-State and family being from um, coming here to college at K-State, so, you know, having the K-State ties with that. Back when you were growing up, another growing up question, what was the first piece of music you owned? I think the one that comes to mind is the ACDC Thunderstruck. I mean, that's an awesome start. Yeah. So, what are you afraid of? Is it a snakes or spiders type of thing, or is it something more than that? Oh, yeah, I hate snakes. Snakes will get me get my skin crawling for sure. What's your favorite sports movie? Um, I would say mine is the Remember the Titans. I know the coaches for K-State football, a lot of cooks on that team, a lot of guys that like to grill, but Hadley Panzer the cook. If you're looking to impress somebody, what's your dish? Man, I would probably say maybe just make some mac and cheese, I suppose. <laughs> but do you put anything in the mac and cheese? Like, I remember as a kid putting hot dogs in there. I'm not against the hot dogs, but I'd probably just uh, do mine plain, plain mac and cheese. Everybody games these days, right? So what video game do you feel like you're one of the best on the team at? And I don't know, you know, hardly anybody plays like the Wii anymore. <laughs> you know, I didn't really have a PlayStation or Xbox growing up, but we did have a Wii, um, and we had the college football 2000, I think it was 2008, and... Uh, I'd say I was pretty good at that. What was that moment you heard from mom or dad that you knew you were in trouble? Uh, if, if mom or dad, you know, said, you know, my middle name with, with uh, you know, my first name and then my middle name or, or uh, you come home and you have like a chores list or something, then you know you did something wrong. To meet the Wildcats with Hadley Panzer, TV shows, what do I need to binge watch if you haven't watched the Yellowstone, I highly recommend it. I'm looking forward to the new season coming out pretty soon. That is one I have not started watching yet, but I'm going to get to it, I promise. And then finally, who this year is going to win the Super Bowl? I'm put my money on the, or I shouldn't say put my money on it because no, no betting and stuff, but I would put my money on the Chiefs. All right, Hadley, good luck against Missouri today. Thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not allowed to put money on it. <laughs> That's a smart kid, man. That is fantastic. Pump the brakes. Yes. Uh, yeah, man, yeah. hey, uh, quick shout-out to Mitch. These are fun. These are amazing. I love these interviews. I have it on good authority that he's got a couple of big ones coming up in the next few weeks. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I'll also plug this here. They sound even cooler during PowerCat game day, so make sure you're tuning in for that, too. Oh, when can you check out Power Cat Game? Oh well, Day? this Saturday, Mr. David G. Since you're so curious, it's gonna be 10 a.m. Whoa! So when that gets underway, two hours before network pregame. That's on 1350 KMAN and anywhere else. Can you uh, check yeah, 1015 K Rock. Also huh. streaming online as well at NewsRadioKMAN.com, 1015KRock.com, and PowerCatGameDay.com. Oh, that's so amazing! I could throw up. Troy, <laughs> I could just, I could just yak all over this table. Uh, that really just lights me up, man. Hairball, hairball. <laughs> okay. Anyway, coming back, we get it. Today's number two, since number two's in the chair. Number two song of the day. The one and only Top 100 for Arthur Conley, 1967, Sweet Soul Music. This is awesome. Troy Coverdale, David G., Stephen Schaefer with you on the game. Mitch will be back in the chair tomorrow. Written by Conley and Otis Redding. Nice. 
always have loved this track. This is a good one. And it's nice to not have a Beatles song. <laughs> I agree with good that sentiment. God, man. <laughs> well, the, the Beatles. Uh, yeah, great. Wonderful. Climbed to number two on the Billboard Hot 100. And if you don't understand the joke here, Mitch is number one. I'm number two. Uh-huh. And so, thus we pull out a number two song. I have, um, when it's just me, I'm going to do a, a, the number 47 song of the day. And <laughs> 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 it's going to be great, guys. I, I don't think that math is adding up anywhere. <laughs> no. Well, it doesn't have to. So, number two in 1967, The Supremes and The Happening held it from number one. Peaked at number seven on the UK singles chart, sold over a million, and was a gold disc. Woo! Now, here's where things get a little hairy. It's based on a Sam Cooke song called Yeah Man from his posthumous album Shake. J.W. Alexander, Cooke's business partner, sued. Redding and Conley for appropriating the medley. A settlement was reached as Cook's name was added to the writer credits, <laughs> and Redding agreed to record some songs in the future from the Cook Alexander Enterprise known as CAGS Music. Ha. Is there a number one or number two song of the day that? A isn't a Beatles song and it hasn't been through some sort of litigation. I mean, Ooh. every one of them is like, actually, they were sued. You it, know what? You make an interesting argument here. I mean, come on. I can't recall any. No. Except uh, Disco Duck. No one okay, wants yeah. to claim. Well, but see, even that got into the legal aspect because remember, he was fired. Right. Oh, my God. See? Because he played his own record. Basically, if you get to number one, you are doomed to go to court. Yeah, that is baby. The, that is the life lesson ah, here. Everybody wants a piece of you now. Conley was born in McIntosh County, Georgia. Grew up in Atlanta. First recorded in 1959 as the lead singer of Arthur and the Corvettes. Three singles on an Atlanta-based record company record-based label uh atlanta-based label that is in 64 he moved to a label based out of baltimore rude jack records and released i'm a lonely stranger when otis redding heard it he asked conley to record a new version they released it then on redding's own fledgling label jottis records as only its second release conley and redding Rewote, rewrote Yeah Man into Sweet Soul Music. It was released on the Atco distributed Fame Records, recorded at their studios in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and was an instant hit. Wow. Conley, though, overall was, well, I don't want to say precautionary story. But a story that speaks volumes about the time in which this was recorded. He relocated in 1975. He spent several years in Belgium, settling eventually in Amsterdam in spring 1977. 
He did have some performances as Lee Roberts and the Sweaters. <laughs> and in the end of 1980, he moved to the Dutch town of Rulo, legally changing his name to Lee Roberts, his middle name and his mother's maiden name. He promoted new music via Artcon Productions. Among them, heavy metal band Shockwave from The Hague. A 1980 performance featuring Lee Roberts in the Sweaters was released as an album in 1988. But why living in Europe? Several music writers have said that Conley's homosexuality was a bar to greater success in the United States Ugh. and one of the reasons behind his move to Europe and eventual name change. In 2014, that's why I say it was... Yeah, stupid. yeah. Rock historian Ed Ward in 2014 wrote, Conley headed to Amsterdam and changed his name. Nobody knew Lee Roberts, and at last Conley was able to live in peace with the secret he had hidden, or thought he had for his entire career. He was gay, but nobody in the Netherlands cared. Yeah. Arthur Conley passed away at 57, November 17, 2003, of cancer. Rest in peace. I thought it was he had to move because of his terrible taste in uh, group names. <laughs> Lee, Lee in the sweaters? Come on, baby! Hey, what was the sport jackets taken or what? So, how about a quick quiz? Yeah, let's do it. What are the song titles that are mentioned in the lyrics? Okay, mashed potato. Okay. Got the got a feeling. Uh, the sweater babies. Oh no 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 stop! Wait. Hey, give me my sweater real quick. That's another one. That's a classic. It's uh. a number two. Um, and go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got a feeling. Going to a go-go by the Miracles. Love is a Hurtin' Thing by Lou Rawls. Whoa. Hold On, I'm Coming by Sam and Dave. Uh Mustang Sally by Wilson Pickett. Otis Redding's own Fa 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 Fa. (laughs) A brief instrumental version of the chorus for that song is quoted after Conley says... Hit it, Otis. Plus, you've got, additionally, James Brown, described as the king of them all. Uh, So, okay. This guy's a genius because he created a hit just repeating a bunch of names of really good songs. You know, if I was like, sweet child of mine. It's called Homage. Lithium. Uh, 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 uh. Black hole. So triple platinum. Uh, Watch out. Uh, uh, uh. What? A purple haze. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the fuzz guitar that would have to go with that to work. <laughs> be awesome. It'd be amazing. <laughs> oh my god. We'll let Conley play us out. Ask us anything when we continue on the game. It's 
1850 KMAN. That's news talk. That's sports talk. You got weather, local events, local politics. I mean, whatever you want, baby. We gotcha. <laughs> it's time for uh, Ask Us Anything. Uh, today's Ask a K-Rocker, uh, what makes you cringe? For me, two things. Um, when the best man or maid of honor speech goes wonky at a wedding reception, I always cringe pretty hard. And then Facebook has a tendency to show your old posts as memories. I cringe so hard when I see that. I'm like, who is that person? Um... I actually found myself the week of my birthday avoiding Facebook uh-huh. for that very reason, because of the number of first game of the year posts that I had had over the years, Oof. locations, and yeah. No, yeah, no, okay. no. Throwing away your privacy there anyway. Yeah, well, there is that matter. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what makes me cringe. Watching... Pretty much any scripted show, and you can see what's coming a mile away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes me cringe. Bad. For me, what makes me cringe is my baby photos. Yeah! (laughs) I just, my wife sees, because, like, we still have them. We have copies of them, so that way, you know, we have them. But, like, my wife's like, oh, my God, you look so adorable. Like, oh, my God, throw me off a bridge. I look ugly. (sighs) I hate them. Those will be available on 1350K. No, they will not. Guess, Guess what, by the way, got brought out... For my 50th. Your baby photos? No, those two. <laughs> the first plate and cup that I had. Oh. They're like, here, look. And mm-hmm. like, Has anybody washed these? <laughs> yes, like, there's a hole. Yes. Um, <laughs> Thank God, because come on, guys. Um, who's the most famous person from your hometown? Tinkers to ever to chance. You ever think hear of the uh, double play combination for the Cubs back in the day? No. Frank Chance. It's uh, known as one of the best poems of baseball, and it's talking about the Cubs uh, double play group, yeah. Tinker to Evers to Chance. Frank Chance is from Circleville. I wow. will. I, I I could jokingly say myself. Yeah. But you're talking about a hometown of 150 people, so you know I could, but no. You're no. I'm I'm not in Cooperstown as as the subject of a okay. poem. Okay. He. You say him. I say Troy Coverdale. <laughs> um, Damon Runyon, I think, is from is pretty really? from Manhattan, and then uh, Elvira. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's a pretty good run. The Del Close as well started Second City in Chicago. He's really famous. What, what do you got? From good old Chapman, Kansas, Joe Engel. Dude, pretty rad dude, if you ask me. Um, when I found out how many, how little amount of uh, astronauts there's actually been, mm-hmm. there's only like a mm-hmm. hundred? or mm-hmm. it, that no, might even It's be not a, even a, a big number Yeah, at it's all. not even, maybe not even a hundred. It is so small, the exclusivity, because I was always like, oh, God. He's an astronaut, big deal. Oh, oh it's a massive yeah. deal. They, they also go through years and eons of training yeah. to even before they even get, like, asked to yeah. be on the shuttle. Yeah. Shout out to Joe Ingles. He's amazing. Anybody else from Chap Town? Okay, now you got to make me Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what's weird? Um... The uh, Paul McCartney from the Beatles actually spent some time in Chapman. He has a has a summer home. Uh huh. Just kidding. Woof. <laughs> making sure. You got anybody else or no? Ch- not Chapman. Uh, what foods will you always say yes to? Pizza. Yeah, baby. Ramen. Yeah. 
fried chicken. Ooh. That's good. Me tater tots, man. I call me Napoleon Ooh, Dynamite. Tater tot be, casserole. Yeah, I'll be put in my pocket and everything. I don't even care. Man. Meatloaf. <laughs> Love meatloaf. Uh, gross. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's all I got, man. The, the internet. I'm having trouble with internet here. Still have like a whole like 40 seconds to fill here. Oh my god. Um, what TV series have you binged? Here uh, recently. Recently. Anything? I haven't binged anything recently. Um, CNN, the 80s. Oh, that's a, that was a good show. I can't remember it, uh, but it's on Hulu, and it's basically like the Illuminati, but like they like it's well, don't it's an talk animated about show. It. Don't it, talk cool. about it, dude. We don't. I'm gonna get the Illuminati on my, you know. Come on, man. Can't remember the name of it. I didn't say anything, Illuminati. That was all Big Steve. It was all David G. Illuminati. <laughs> Thank God you didn't include me in that. <laughs>